Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, distribute it everywhere, and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your family, to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. Ever since I discovered Spotify for podcasters, I feel so supported in the creation and distribution of my show. Spotify for podcasters hosts masterclasses, office hours, and more to help creators develop and fine-tune their skills. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. With new beginnings comes new goals. Maybe there was something that you wanted to accomplish in the year of 2023 and life changed. Maybe God handed you different circumstances. Maybe it looks nothing like how you thought it was going to look. That's a very normal and real thing and it happens all the time. But regardless of which way it goes, you have to adapt your goals and act accordingly. What's up, everybody? Welcome to or back to the show. Thank you so much for clicking on this episode. I'm very cozy right now. I'm recording this from my bed. Um, I am currently at home visiting my... When I say home, I mean like Ocean City. Ocean City will always be always be home. Annapolis. I have my home in Annapolis. You know, we have our condo, but Ocean City will always be home to me. So I'm home right now. I'm at my parents and it's just been so relaxing. I got here yesterday afternoon. So today's Tuesday, the 19th. Um, I got here yesterday afternoon and it's been such a relaxing 24 hours. I cannot express how much this town just brings me so much peace which is so funny because I was so eager to leave like two years ago but now coming back home it's just so peaceful and it's one of those things that I think you don't really realize it until there's distance between you and the thing that because like obviously the town where you grow up can cause like a lot of anxiety like I was so excited to leave because I just wanted to like spread my wings and go be in a new place and meet new people and all that stuff but I just I love coming back temporarily and I think that the distance that I've created between 
the person that I was when I was in high school and the person that I am now has really, really helped with, you know, just having a new appreciation for my hometown. Anyway, that was totally like a little tangent and like a little bit of a life update, but that's kind of the conclusion that I came to when I uh, was writing today in my journal doing my morning pages. I just was like, you know what? I think it's the distance that's been helpful. So other than that, there's not too many new things happening in my life. I mean, there is, but I feel like they're too premature to share. So I'm just going to keep my mouth shut, but I hope that you guys are doing well. I hope that you guys are having a great week. This is the third episode in our transition slash change mini series that we're doing the whole month of September. And the first episode in the series was all about why change is hard and what we can do about it. And then last week's episode was about embracing new beginnings. And this episode is going to be all about how to set goals and prioritize your dreams in the fourth quarter of the year, which is insane, guys. It's insane that it's mid-September now. October is approaching. Q4 is almost here, essentially. October 1st is Q4. I won't make this too corporate but October, November, December is typically when people like kick it into high gear. They start to reevaluate what didn't happen during the year and they set new goals for the new year or really high priority goals to finish out before the year ends. And so I wanted to talk all about how to make goals that align with where you are now in your life because I think in January, none of us could have really imagined that we are where we are now. And that's just the game of life. But yeah, so I want to talk all about transitioning your goals and adapting accordingly. But before we get into that, I'm going to share a couple things that I've been loving because I'm trying to stick with this segment and I think it's working. So far, so good. So the first thing I've been loving, believe it or not, is a pumpkin spice latte. Okay, don't call me basic, but it's true. And not, I have, I have a couple requirements though. It can't be the type of pumpkin spice latte that tastes like a candle because there are certain coffee brands out there that make a pumpkin spice latte and it kind of tastes like a candle. It's got to be a good like craft coffee drink from a nice local hip coffee shop. So as long as it meets those requirements, I'm all about it. The second thing that I have been loving, well, this this is the second item and then there's two things in it, um, are two podcasts that I've really been enjoying and I wanted to shout them out. I think I'm getting sick too, by the way. I don't know if you guys can tell, but I feel like my voice is a little, I don't know, it kind of hurts to talk. So we'll just, you know, take some vitamin D and keep drinking my AG1 and hope that I'm like not getting too, too sick. Anyway, there's two podcasts that I've really been loving and I wanted to share them with you. The first one is called Wicked Fearless and it is with my friend Mads, Mads Tads. She has a really, really inspiring podcast called Wicked Fearless. I had her on the show back in like May or June and we recorded a really cool episode. She's a confidence coach. She's a soul cycle instructor. She's just the best. So if you guys like 8020, I'm 99.999% sure that you're going to love Wicked Fearless. So go listen to that one. And then I've also been enjoying Hannah Brown's new podcast called Better Tomorrow. And I just really like her. I watched her on, um, this is actually perfect timing because this new show or the new season of the show is coming out, but um, Special Forces, World's Toughest Test. I started watching that a couple weeks ago with my sister, Lexi. And I was like, 
wait I literally love Hannah Brown I loved her as the bachelorette so anyway I just I I went and I looked her up on Instagram again and like you know kind of caught up on her life and then I was like oh my gosh she's got a podcast and so I started listening to better tomorrow with Hannah Brown and I really like it so she also just got engaged and I'm just like she's just living her best life so watched or I've started listening to that podcast and then I guess we could say that this show special special forces world's toughest test has been a new favorite of mine too It's just super interesting to watch all this stuff go down. I feel like you just have to go watch the trailer. But the new season is coming out, I think, sometime this week. And it is a bunch of just a bunch of celebrities like Jojo Siwa's in it, Nick Viles on it, Tyler Cameron's on it. And it's just kind of cool to watch these celebrities do this crazy stuff. So maybe go watch that if that's something that you're interested in. It's very, very entertaining and I've really been enjoying it. This episode is brought to you by AG1. Over the past couple weeks on the show, we have talked a lot about change and transitions and how life can be so crazy sometimes, but there's one habit that I do every single day that no matter what I'm going through, it's a consistent staple in my daily routine, and that is drinking my AG1. AG1 is the daily foundational nutrition supplement that supports whole body health. I drink AG1 first thing in the morning before I hit my workout, before I make my coffee, and it really makes me feel like I am just ready to take on the day because I'm doing something good for my body. I found that it's the easiest way to keep up with a supplement routine because in each scoop, you're getting 75 vitamins, minerals, probiotics, and whole food source ingredients of the highest quality. My AG1 is delivered to me every single month, so it's been really easy to make it a daily habit and it's replaced my multivitamin my probiotic and more in one simple drinkable habit if you want to take ownership over your health try ag1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin d and five free travel packs with your first purchase go to drinkag1.com slash 8020 that's drinkag1.com slash 8020 check it out You guys know that this series is all about new beginnings and change and transitions. And I wanted to start this series because I feel like so many things are changing and shifting in my life that I obviously whatever I talk about on the podcast is kind of also in line with what is going on in my own life. And the more that I like the deeper we get into this season and the more I look around at all my friends and family's lives, everything is changing. And I'm just like, like, how did this align so well to some degree? And I'm like, did I predict this? Was I just like intuitive about it? Or is it truly just like the fact that September is really just a month of change? Like I've been saying it and then I look around and then I'm like, oh my goodness gracious, like that is totally true. Like, like buckle up, strap in, change is happening. There are new beginnings everywhere and I had a lot of fun recording last week's episode about new beginnings and I kind of talked a little bit about you know my struggles with new beginnings and then how I'm overcoming those struggles so if you guys haven't listened to that you definitely should Um, but with new beginnings comes new goals maybe there was something that you wanted to accomplish in the year of 2023 and life changed you know, maybe God handed you different circumstances. Maybe it looks nothing like how you thought it was going to look right now. That's a very normal and real thing. And it happens all the time. So if you're not where you wanted to be right now, take a moment and give yourself a little bit of grace. 
maybe that's something that was put on your heart that you wanted to strive for and it just wasn't in the cards. Maybe it was never going to be part of the plan. Maybe that person or that career or that thing that you wanted to go for that just seems like it's not working. Like maybe you're just throwing so much mud at the wall to see what sticks and it's just not sticking. Maybe it's not going to happen right now or maybe something better is going to happen instead. But regardless of which way it goes, you have to adapt your goals and act accordingly. I was planning this episode and I meant to bring one of my journals home with me, you know, home to Ocean City with me, and I forgot it, but I wanted to open up that journal and kind of do a little bit of reflection of like, okay, this is where I thought I was going to be by this time this year. This is where I actually am. And go back and look at some of even the micro goals that I had. I know the big goals, the things that I really wanted to accomplish this year, but I also know that I had like little hopes and dreams like, oh, I hope that this happens or I hope that I you know, am able to deepen this friendship or I hope that I'm able to have this person on the podcast and whatever those little, we can call them like micro goals are or were, I wish that I, you know, grabbed that journal and I could kind of reflect on them and share them with you guys. But anyway, I I encourage you to open up your journal or open up your notes app and reflect on what you wanted to happen this year. Reflect on some of the things that you were dreaming about this year. I was in a yoga class today and um, the instructor encouraged us to take a look at our reverse bucket list. So instead of wishing that things could be different or instead of wishing that that this would happen or, you know, it must be nice to travel the world or it must be nice to, you know, X, Y, and Z, insert big thing here. Take a look at the things that you, this is a little bit of a tangent here, but take a look at the things that you have accomplished. So maybe go ahead and write down a list of like 20 things that you did do this year. I know that the year is not even over yet, so don't get too wrapped up in this. But before we can adapt our goals, I think that it's important to look back at all the things that we did do this year because you probably did a lot of things this year and you won't really notice it until you start writing them down. So go ahead and jot down all the things that you did this year. And then maybe you can look back at your camera roll or an old journal prompt and see if any of the things that you accomplished align with the things that you hoped you would accomplish. So maybe pause this episode, make your list now, or maybe Make the list when you get home later, whatever your situation is. Hopefully you have your list, your reverse bucket list, your accomplishments, your things that you did this year that you're really, really proud of. I want you to celebrate that and take a moment and like pat yourself on the back, be like, yo, we did it. And then you can kind of get into, okay, what hasn't happened yet? What do we need to work on? Because there's, of course, always room for improvement, but you got to celebrate your wins too. So I'm always in this weird toss-up state between like, oh, I'm doing so well. Like, look at all the things that I've done. And oh my gosh, I could have done more or I could have done that differently. So don't let your inner critic win here. Just simply celebrate your wins. And then we can look ahead at Q4 and establishing your goals. I feel like now's a good time to grab your journal or maybe you can just make notes in the notes app, but this is going to be more of like an activity-based episode rather than just me talking at you. So if you want to participate in the activities, that's totally cool. If you don't want to, that's also totally cool. You can literally do whatever you want. Um, But this is how I went through the process of making my Q4 goals and I figured that I would just share it with you guys. Before we dive in, I think it's really important to recognize that 
you only have a certain capacity to get stuff done. It has taken me 23 years to come to terms with the fact that I can't do it all. I used to be a big subscriber to hustle culture and I used to really, really, really believe that I could do it all. And then I realized that, oh, I can do it all, but it comes with a price. So why would I want to do it all? Does that make sense? When I took a step back from like the hustle and being booked and being busy, I really realized that I was missing out on the little things in life. And this is going to sound so cliche. To people who don't get it, this is going to sound really silly, but I literally laid in the grass today and watched the clouds float by. If you would talk to me a year ago, or if you go back and listen to a podcast from a year ago, I'm in like such a high state of panic and I have so much anxiety. Like I don't have time to sit and watch the clouds roll by. Like that's literally what I wouldn't have even thought of taking a moment to pause and watch the clouds roll by. Granted, I did this for like five minutes and I was walking my dog and I'm in a, my parents have like five acres of land. And so it just, it made sense to, to just sit down in the grass and watch the clouds float by. It was like no sweat off my back. I wasn't, you know, taking away from a meeting or, you know, missing emails or anything. I just was taking a pause. So before someone gets angry at me for recommending that you sit down and watch the clouds float by, A, recognize the situation and B, try it. You know, don't, don't knock it till you try it. When you start noticing little things like this, you can't help but continue to notice more little things like this. And then you start to notice how pretty nature is. And then you start to realize how fun it is to be able to take 20 minutes out of your day and go walk your dog and not feel guilty about it. And it just, you know, when you unsubscribe from hustle culture and start noticing the the world around you, start noticing what really, really matters, life changes drastically. So I think that is probably my biggest difference between January me and September me is that I'm no longer a subscriber to hustle culture and I'm not prioritizing being booked and busy and my goals reflect that. So there is a very lengthy wish list of things that I hope to accomplish someday, whether they're bucket list items or projects for the podcast or, you know, programs that I want to launch or business ideas. There's a really, really long list of things that I want to do, but I realized that I don't have to do them all right now. And you don't have to do all your things and hopes and goals and dreams right now either. Most people listening are probably like anywhere from 20 to 30 um, or really whatever age you are, it doesn't matter. You have your whole life to do all the things that you want to do and you don't have to do them right now. So recognizing that you can only put energy into projects or people or places or things at a certain capacity and those buckets might be full at different levels depending on what you want to work on most. That's kind of a key here. So Knowing that the holidays are coming up, knowing that you only have a certain capacity to give to each of these areas of your life or each of these goals, I recommend that you keep your goals at like two, maybe three max. There's really no reason to try to overload your plate right now. You're already dealing with probably stressors at work or stressors at school or just life in general. Um, For some reason, everyone's been on edge for the past two weeks. Don't ask me why, but it doesn't matter where I go. Everybody is just in a mood. I'm contributing to the problem, no doubt about it. 
and then toss in whatever other factors you have going on in your life, it's going to be tricky to accomplish like a whole new set of goals in the last couple months of the year. So don't overwhelm yourself. Keep it at like two or three. I've created these goals through a combination of two things. The first thing being my wish list of things that I hope to do and achieve and live out one day. And the second thing being the things that I hoped to get done this year that haven't gotten done yet. I actually have three goals for Q4, not just two. And like I said, these are a combination of my wish list of things that I want to do in my life and what I want to do before the year ends. Um, The first thing is deepen my spiritual practices and my yoga practice. The second thing is uploading two episodes each week for this podcast and the third thing is launching in the 20 which is a mentorship program and more info on that coming soon but I actually just did make the Instagram account for that so if you want to go follow in the 20 it's in dot the dot 20 on Instagram I'll link it in the show notes go give it a follow more info to come anyway um, those are my three goals and they're very simple and I know exactly what I have to do to achieve them And we'll get into an action plan in just a second. But I think when you're making your goals, the most important thing is to make it something that you actually will accomplish. There's no reason setting yourself up for failure if you know that you're not going to do these things. So if it's something that you've been meaning to do all year long and you just haven't done it yet, I want you to ask yourself, why haven't I done this thing yet? Is this thing actually important to me? Or is it just something that I hope to do one day and I'm never actually going to do it? So once you have your two or three goals for the upcoming months, now you actually have to figure out how you're going to achieve them. So a big part of goal setting is the action plan. That's actually, I wrote this down when I was writing the outline for this episode. A goal without an action plan is really just a wish. So if you're not going to make moves towards this goal, there's no reason in making it a goal. And next week, we're going to talk about action and accountability. So we'll get into all the nitty gritty next week. But here's how to make your action plan. I want you to write down these two or three goals on a sheet of paper. And then I want you to write down all the things, all the steps, all the habits that it's going to take to accomplish this goal. And then I also want you to write down what your life will look like when this goal has been achieved. For my first goal, deepen my spiritual and yoga practice. What are some little habits that I can do to achieve this goal? Probably go to yoga more. That would be a great start. I go like three times a week, but I could go more. There's always room for improvement. Um, As far as my spiritual practice goes, I've been exploring different churches in my area. So that's exciting. I made it a priority to open and read my Bible every single day. And then I've written down what I think my life will look like if I continue to do these things. You know, words like deepen, it's a very loose term. My version of deepen could mean a lot different than your version of deepen. And so defining whatever those words look like for you is super important because our goals could look different depending on our interpretations of the words. Um, So upload two episodes a week. That's a little more that's a little more cut and dry. You know, you can it'll be very clear whether that goal is achieved or not. If you see an episode on Tuesday and an episode on Thursday, you'll be like, Lily's hitting those goals. She's doing two a week. It's it's pretty clear when that goal is achieved. And so that's kind of a big difference. But in order to achieve that goal, I'm going to need to put a little bit more elbow grease into this because I put probably like 10 hours worth of work into an episode every week from recording to editing to social. And so that's an additional 10 hours. So then 
that's 20 hours of podcast work a week. And then you got to think about, you know, what other little things do I have to do, guess, all that kind of stuff. So with each goal, it comes with its own set of requirements, its own set of habits, its own to-do list items. And that is your action plan. So that is going to be it for today's episode. I really hope that you guys enjoyed it. I know that it was short and sweet, but I hope that you guys still got a little bit of inspiration, some motivation to start setting your Q4 goals. I think if you get an early start on this kind of stuff, that is where you really see a bigger impact. I used to be such a big procrastinator, but I've really worked at looking ahead at the calendar and making sure that I'm being timely with things. I definitely think that looking ahead two weeks helps you become more prepared. If you liked today's episode, please be sure to give it a rate, give it a review. That helps more people find and listen to the show. If you were listening to this on your walk or while you're cooking dinner or while you are just hanging out around the house, maybe you're folding laundry, maybe you're literally just sitting and journaling and doing the goal setting as I prompted you, please don't be shy. Snap a picture post on Instagram what you're doing. Tag me at Lily Rayco. Tag the podcast Instagram at 8020pod and I will always repost you. I love seeing what you guys are doing on social. Um, Yeah, that's kind of it for today. I love you guys so much. Have a great rest of your week and we will be back next week to talk all about your action plan and accountability.